Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting where today I'm going to be talking about are you being fiscally, financially responsible with your kids? So the big question is this, how are parents like us who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about and asking you the question to ask yourself, are you being financially and fiscally responsible for your, with your children. And I, I just got back from a trip. Uh, I was in Florida visiting family. On the flight back to Georgia, I sat next to a gentleman. He's a little bit older than I am. Uh, he was 50. I, I'm in my, oh man, I have to say it. I'm, I'm 43. And uh, he started with his children a little bit younger than I did. Uh, so he already has he has a 16 and a 21 year old son and he kind of both both boys i said well your kids were in similar situations maybe you can give me some parenting advice because uh if you don't know i am the podcast host of the i don't know jack about parenting so i'm always looking for and soliciting advice from those who experience things i have see his boys are five years apart my boys are six years apart uh, and, and he just kind of rolled his eyes about the 21-year-old. He says, man, you know, this 21-year-old, I think he's starting to get it. And uh, and I figured it had something to do with finances. He promised his boys he'd pay for the first two years of college. So he's going to do it for the other one. His son just finished his second year of college. And he says, you got to figure it out from here. You have to earn your keep. He says, so the way he decided to earn his keep is he decided to move back into my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I can't tell you how many people I talk to in my profession around the subject of their kids are coming back, their kids don't know anything about money, they don't know anything about responsibility, and all I could think is, well, why in the heck did you guys not teach it to them? See, I don't know jack about parenting, but I know at one point my son, or my sons at this point, are going to go out into the real world into the workforce and they're going to have to be responsible for a mortgage, for bills, a car payment. They're going to be responsible to other people if they borrow money or or if they decide not to borrow money. Uh, they're going to be responsible to pay something. Money is not something that is going away in this world. But the question is, are we teaching our children the value of a dollar. Man, I, I could do like 20 podcasts on this because I am, one of my degrees in finance, I understand money, I respect money, I, I learned at a young age in, in college and even before that how to, to have money work to my benefit. And I want my kids to understand that concept. So believe it or not, at seven years old, my son asked the questions, Dad, how much does that cost? What, how much is our mortgage on the house? Why would somebody rent, Dad, instead of own their house? 
Not a normal conversation for a seven-year-old. However, we talk about those things. He says, why are those people moving in? Doesn't so-and-so own it? No, they rent that house. Well, why would somebody rent from them? They still own it, right? Why would somebody do that? And I give them real-life answers. Nothing wrong with renting. Nothing wrong with owning. All depends on where you are in your life. I've done both. We currently own. Because we plan on being here for a while as our boys go through their with their education. My wife and I both had instability. We both agreed that we wanted nothing but complete stability for our children. Anyway, what really brought this up is not the guy on the plane. It's, it's not stability or instability or, or people, my son asking questions. What brought it up was this. Uh, our neighbors are going out of town on vacation for a long holiday weekend. It looks like you're only going to be gone two days. I get a text. I said, hey, They said, hey, would you or your boys like to let our dog out? And we've done this a number of times for them, and they've done a number of favors for us. We believe it's the neighborly thing to do. We help each other out. We live next to each other. It's the very least we can do. Uh, and we will pay your son $30 to do so. They want my son to go over there or me with my son and let the dog out to do its business. On a rough day when the dog really like is taking his time and wants to sniff around. This is a 15 minute process twice a day. So essentially, and this is the way I calculate things in my head, they want to pay my seven year old $30 an hour to do something that a seven-year-old can do. Now listen to what I just said. It requires zero skills. It requires zero knowledge. It doesn't, and, and, and we're doing it for some people who have done things for us. So I responded back and I said, we'd be happy to do that for free. And we're going to get paid in cookies. And I'm cool with that. Uh, I understand they want to repay the gesture. We kind of go back and forth with things we do for each other. Uh, I never think twice about it, um, about the, the kind gestures that we do for them. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I, I do it because they're great people who have huge hearts, who would do the same things for me if I asked, and when I have asked, they've done. So... I don't, I don't believe in a financial exchange for being a great neighbor. It just makes sense to me that we maintain a really great relationship with the people who live next door to us. Here's the other part of that. I do not want my son to get paid $30 to, for doing next to nothing. Um, there is value. If they had to hire somebody, it would cost them to do it, but it's because those people need to travel, get to the house, They'd have to storm in a kennel. I understand we are doing them a favor. But I do not want my son to think that, well, Dad, I'm going to start letting dogs out of people's houses when they go on vacation. And every time I do it, they're going to give me 10 bucks. No, money just isn't that easy to come by. I want you to learn how to earn a dollar. Now, there's two sides to that. I struggle because... I'm also teaching him, as you guys know, that we could have a lemonade stand and we could have a brick and mortar. Or 
Uh, he's written a book that'll be out here soon, The Ultimate Lemonade Stand Guide, and he gets residual on that, which you could say it's easy money, it's not. It's the process of continuing to market the same product that he is going to have to learn. So he'll never just get money for writing the book. He will continue to have to market it in order to get money to write the book, which is continual work, but it's a lot less work. So I struggle between getting the easy dollar for him because there is no easy money out there. But I think $30. If she would offer 10 bucks, I may have said, all right, because it's summer and he's earning money at the lemonade stand and he's saving his money to get something he wants. But for it to be $30, I just thought that was an overextension for the services rendered considering the relationship. Now, if somebody else was offering it, that may be a different thing. But these are people that we care about and we want, we want to help them when we can. And, and I believe it's the same in their scenario. See, I don't know jack about parenting. But I do know, as I speak to parents of millennials and millennials themselves, they don't fully understand how hard it is to earn a dollar. And because they don't understand how hard it is, it, it's really easy for them to spend them. I'll give another quick scenario. I just talked to a client this morning. He and his current girlfriend just went on a cruise. Um, she has a 14-year-old son. Uh, with the room key, they, he has the ability to play arcade games. They came to an agreement that he could spend 20 bucks a day of the room key for our car, arcade games. A couple days into the trip, there was an $800 bill. And they caught it before the end of the trip, actually midway through the trip, simply because he wanted to see, you know, what the bill was that they had accrued. And he pulled it up on the TV uh, uh, on the cruise ship, and there's $800 in charges for arcade games over the previous couple days. That child doesn't understand the value of a dollar. That child got caught up in the moment and has a lack of discipline. That child, based on the conversation this morning, uh, isn't going to have to reap too many consequences, but will understand what he did. But at the end of the day, at 14, he could and should have enough discipline to control himself. And at this point, he doesn't when it comes to money. And my question that kept coming up in my head and we didn't really get there was, had anybody ever taught him the value of a dollar? And if the answer is no, then how can we give him essentially a credit card to do an addictive, you know, Video games are addictive. To do an addictive thing for a child who doesn't have the capacity to do that. What, you wouldn't hand him a wad of hundreds, so why would you hand him a card that allows him to spend hundreds? So that's twofold. The parents having way too much trust and 
to somebody who doesn't have the knowledge. They wouldn't hand them the keys to a car. Why would you hand them a credit card? But again, this goes back to are we being fiscally and financially responsible with our children? Talk to your kids about money. I guarantee you as you're listening right now, nobody ever talked to me about money. So why not talk to your kids about money? You don't want them to suffer the same consequences. And if nobody talked to you about money, you're like, nobody ever talked to me about money. I'm sure you got caught up in a little credit card debt, maybe a little financial aid debt, maybe even a bankruptcy. Maybe even as simple as not following through on repaying a family member who has more money and they did it as a favor and they're not going to miss it. They do miss it and they remember the action you took. So I may not know jack about parenting, but I believe in my experience that I'm proud that my son asks those questions and that I'm willing to answer them because I want him to understand that money does not grow on trees. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, be the dad you wish you had at be the dad you wish you had.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.